0: This podcast is brought to you by Glitterati Communications. Learn more about Glitterati at bglitterati.com. What's up? My name is Dwayne Jones. I'm an artist and a designer and the founder of a lifestyle brand called Art Pays Me, and this is the Art Pays Me podcast. I love talking to creative people about their business, their successes, their challenges, and how they make the world a better place with their work. Let's get into it. Welcome to a special series of Art Pays Me interviews with the winners of the 2022 Creative Nova Scotia Awards. These awards are presented by Arts Nova Scotia and the Creative Nova Scotia Leadership Council. They are presented annually to celebrate excellence in artistic achievement, notably the Porsche White Prize. Winners of the Prix Grand Prix, the Established Artist, Emerging Artist, Indigenous Artist Recognition, and Black Artist Recognition Awards, as well as the Creative Community Impact Award are also honored. Collectively, the awards are worth $75,000. Visit artsns.ca for information on how you can nominate a Nova Scotia-based artist or apply for awards and grants for yourself. These episodes were co-produced by Heist and Kiki Beats. In this episode I chat with a Nova Scotia-based music legend, Cindy Kane, about her We Been Here movement, spirituality, her music, and why she won the Portia White Prize. Hey. So, who are you? What's your name? What are your pronouns? And what's your home base?
1: My name is Cindy Kane Holmes. Uh, my home base is Dartmouth, Nova Scotia, and my pronoun is me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
0: what's uh? What's your artistic medium?
1: Uh, Singer songwriter. Um, Singer songwriter. Yeah singer-songwriter, praise and worship leader.
0: Yeah. Is there um, a particular story that you're telling with your singing?
1: So the story that I'm telling would be a story of perseverance. Everything that I've been through, I leave it on the track. And everything that I'm about to be, I'm about to come through and I leave that on the track, but I think, I mean, even like with my my brand, it's just like who I'm proud to be. Mm-hmm. So I think that um, it's always usually about, it's about me, but it's also about my surroundings as well.
0: Right. Yeah. So I've been familiar with, uh, uh, we've been here for a while. Like, Can you explain uh, what that's about?
1: So, um, well, I'll tell you where it came from, just a little history on it. Like, um, as I was telling you early in our conversation that, Um, I was born and raised in Toronto by two Scotian parents. Mom's from Monastery. My father's from North Preston. So I always like to say I was born in Toronto, but I'm Scotian raised. So um, basically for me, growing up in Toronto, I was around a lot of West Indians, and they were always so proud of where they were from. And you know, like waving their flag. You know what I'm saying? You know you're Bermudian, yeah, so yeah. you know, right? <laughs> so I never had that. So I had a lot of people. I hung out with a lot of West Indians, and they would say to me, "Where are you from?" I said, "I was born here in Toronto." Well, where were, where are your parents from? They'd say, uh, "We're from my where are your parents from?" I'd say, "They're from Nova Scotia." Well, where are their parents from? <laughs> the same thing. So, and it just kept on going and I even got tired of answering that question. I would even lie and say I was like Trini or sometimes just to like, just to avoid the the question because it was, I didn't know how to answer the question. So the whole we've been here is just me acknowledging that, yeah, I like my, my people have been here, Mm -hmm. you know, my ancestors have been here. So it's just a way of acknowledging that um, I'm proud. I'm proud to be uh black indigenous seventh generation mm-hmm. nova Scotian, yeah canadian
0: right yeah no i love that i love that uh is there a is there a point that you knew in your life that you would be an artist
1: i you know i had to thank my parents for that okay i have to thank my parents because um if it wasn't for them they were always putting me like regardless if like so if they had company Mm-hmm. They'd always come, hey Cindy Mae, just come, in, come and sing, come and sing for our company. So I would sing a song and they may give you, shoot your little $2 bill, or yeah. the $2 bill, oh, I'm aging myself right now. <laughs> but yeah, they gave, you know, they would, you know, they'd give you like some money or, you know, and it made you feel good. So I've known, and that was, I was probably around like five. Yeah. So, and I, even when people asked me, I said, I want to be a singer, I would always say it. So... I think i've always known and i'm so grateful to my parents for creating those opportunities for me so as soon as i was old enough like they put me in the the, um, the children's choir they put me in the and then after from there they, the voices of joy at our church so yeah i've always i think i've always known mm. yeah
0: yeah uh, there's something i mean even though you were sort of raised in Toronto with these Scotian parents, like there's something in the water from Preston when it comes to singers and <laughs> music, I <think. laughs> uh, So many people I know are like, not even just like okay singers, like really good singers. It's, it's interesting. Yeah.
1: I, I, you know, I've, I've been blessed on both sides because my mom sings. Oh, okay. And then so does my, I'm like, I have on my father's side, I've got like my Aunt Vivian and mm. all these different singers. So yes, um. Preston has been blessed with the, the talent, for yeah. sure, most definitely. So you couldn't
0: escape it. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is there a, a particular work that you're really proud of? <sighs> Let
1: me see. Um, I'm very, very proud of the song I wrote for, it's called We've Been Here. Okay. And I haven't even recorded it yet because I had plans for it. Mm. The, the plan was to record it with a symphony. But that those plans fell through, and I'm just being very delicate with how I put it out there, because it's such a special song. It just um, it highlights and honors um, the different migrations that have come here, like um, the Maroons and uh, the Black Loyalists, uh, Matthew Costa, all these beautiful names. So I need to be very, very delicate with it. Um, I've actually even spe- I, I've sped it up it was it's evolved over time too so I think for me that's my most um, I'm, that's what I'm most proud of is uh, the song we've been here but like I said I'm just I, ha- I have not released it yet but it's coming very soon I like I said it's just it's just too important of a song
0: yeah what is this I, I so for me I personally love that feeling and I know I've got something in the tuck mm-hmm. that I'm really proud of but there's also a part of me that's scared. Do you feel scared at all?
1: Um, scared. Um, because it's big, right? Yeah. It's huge, and um, you're not. I'm not just talking about me and the little girl from Toronto. That I'm talking about everybody. It's we, you know. Mm-hmm. So uh, I have to be delicate with with we. Yeah. You know. Um, so. I don't just want to put anything out there. I need to. I need to make sure that it's right.
0: Right. Yeah.
1: So yeah, it's a little scary. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so can you uh, give me a glimpse into your creative process? What are you thinking about when you write when you're producing music?
1: So my creative process uh, sometimes uh, it, it, it looks like a lot of different ways, a lot of different things. Like I could be in my car and. I like instrumental could instrumentally just be on, and if it's vibing, then I'm vibing, and then I pull over, just so I put it out there, I pull over, I put my phone on record, mm-hmm. and I just, whether I'm scatting, I just, whatever I'm feeling with that rhythm, mm-hmm. then I'm going with it. And then later, I'll visit it when I get home, and then I listen to it, and then I actually I add, I add add words to it so that's kind of that's kind of a creative process, and what i what I surround myself with is probably um I draw my inspiration from from family
0: okay
1: um friends
0: yeah, I like that though uh i you pulling off to the side kind of reminds me of sort of like carrying a sketchbook around yes. as, as a, a painter or something right uh. Uh, do you ever go back and listen to it and be like, "Nah, that was trash? Or...
1: Um, yeah, sometimes I'll look back and I'll think, what was I thinking? What was I, <laughs> you know? But for the most part, um, there's even sometimes, like, I'll have a bunch of different recordings on my phone that I'll look back. I'm like, I've got a recording from, like, 2016 that I haven't even looked at. So it's sometimes it's, it's good if you look back at those because yeah. it might be, you know, yeah it might be something really beautiful Mm -hmm. but yeah yeah
0: yeah i know i'm kind of the same way i I talk to a lot of artists who like they'll throw stuff away but i always keep those Mm. little things because it just might not be the time yet yeah i've got stuff that's 10 years old that is coming out this year that's uh, right it's it's um it's nice to revisit when your mind has had time to process things sometimes times in different ways uh so what does this award mean to you?
1: Um what does award mean to me? Uh without me getting um emotional, it means so much. Um it just means that my work mattered you know and because I I find sometimes in Nova Scotia you feel as an artist especially as a black female artist you feel like it doesn't matter and you feel like it's just it it go every work goes unnoticed and for such an award of such magnitude it's, it's amazing, and honestly, when I heard the news, I just, I, I cried, I danced, I, it was just, it was, yeah, it was, it, it's just a, it's a beautiful recognition, I'm just happy that they even considered me, because you don't know, you second-guess yourself so much as a black female artist here, because you don't know how people are receiving you,
0: mm. yeah that's interesting is it um antagonistic in in when you say you're not sure how people receiving you or like you said just more of a they're just ignoring me
1: um no I I won't say that let's just say that um, Nova Scotia has been good to me as far as you know people show up at my shows that sort of thing but when it came when it comes to without going into it and you know Just things where you feel like you should have, your work should have been recognized and and celebrated. There's been certain awards that I feel like I should have been recognized for and received. And I'm not like, and you know, it is what it is, but I mean, and I'm not being braggadocious or anything, but I know there is work of mine that's been awesome. Mm -hmm. So even when I decide, like when we decided, um, to apply for this award. I was like, in the back of my mind, I ain't gonna get it. Right. You know, I, that's what I was, you, you think that. Yeah. And um, I thought for sure, there's no way, but there's no, there's no harm. I just like, I thought, I did a couple of things. I did a few things, but, so it's nice to be recognized. And it was, I was shocked, but still very, very pleased with the fact that I was recognized, yeah.
0: Yeah, it's a it's a tough dance that we 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 uh walk that line on as artists. We're like we want to um it feels nice to just be about yeah. the art, but then it also feels nice to just be acknowledged. Right. <laughs> right. And the
1: thing and you don't do it to be validated, right. but you think cuz you're you're so proud of what yeah. you yeah, what you've done, you think well, what's up? Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Yeah. So yeah.
0: So um Going forward, like, do you have any long-term plans, like five years from now, or anything even more recent?
1: Yes, the plan is to um, do more of like a. I'd like to build a camp. Okay. I'd like to build a camp um, in Monastery, where um, where my family's from. Give the kids a chance from the Halifax area, you no, know, like Preston area everywhere just give them, give them a chance to get out of their communities for a second okay. and see something else and but also work on themselves i've been blessed with uh, a, an amazing husband and we we work as a team mm-hmm. and uh, his name's evangelist jesse holmes and he's awesome with young men and i i believe i'm Pretty awesome with the with the feet, with the young ladies, and right. I just I w- I would love to have a place where I could go. So it'd be like a like a we've been here camp, uh, type of okay, thing. Cool, cool. Yeah, so that's kind of the plan, nice. and we've been actually talking about it a lot.
0: You know how how rewarding does it feel that you you and your life partner can kind of collaborate on these bigger projects like this.
1: Um he has been a blessing Mm. in my life. And you know, when you find somebody that, like how do you find somebody, like we were both, we we both sold t-shirts. You know, (laughs) we both wrote songs (laughs) called stand up. We, you know, um, just, there was just so much that has connected us. And it's, it's so nice to dream with someone. Yeah, and we dream beautifully together, and I'm so grateful, and I, I only I, I only have God to thank for that. Yeah,
0: love it, love it. So, how does um, this idea of working with the next generation of children or future artists? How how does that? Feel?
1: Um, it feels amazing because working at at Citadel High, I've had the opportunity to. Um, influence and impact a lot of artists that you see out right now. Yeah. And not even just at Citadel, I mean, I feel like I've touched the life of people like Rainey Smith and Mahalia and um, Zamani, who actually came through uh, Citadel, Jody Upshaw. I mean, another up and coming, my girl, Adina mm. Fraser. Oh my gosh, there's just, there's, uh oh, Makai Clayton. Like i used to put them on stage we hold these um talent shows every year at the at the christmas time we have a kwanzaa talent show and at the end of the school year and they've always took part and i actually had to fight them to take part and look at them so it makes me happy
0: wait a minute wait a minute so these people that i these are all names that i recognize as entertainers in halifax they did not want to do these in some cases?
1: Well, somebody like Jody, Jodi was already performing, yeah. but Zamani, she was very, I think she was very reluctant uh-huh. to perform in front of her peers. And she was like, no. And I basically had to fight her and her mom's like, had my back and she was like, no, no, make her do it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, thank you. Yeah. yeah so i made her and, and like look at her yes. you know and she's an ecma winner like she's amazing she's doing awesome um even Mackay clayton he would fight me he did not want to do it you know same thing
0: that's so interesting yeah why is it so important to work with youth specifically why is that impact uh important to you and specifically why monastery
1: um well it's so important for me to work with youth because they are, they're the future and they're, if I can touch their life and then they can actually use something that I've said to them and bless somebody else. I mean, that's just a blessing within itself. So, um, I just, I I love, I love kids. Like I'm looking at, I'm even looking at Kiki here doing his thing like it's a this is a blessing for me that's why I was like recording him and uh, just seeing kids do what they love and pursuing their passion is so important and how are they going to know unless you dig and you know like dig it out of them so um, I find for me at at citadel i'm always like so what do you do what is your god-given gift that's one of my first questions that i ask kids and they're like what do you mean i'm good at math no like what is your artistic gift so um and i think that's important because we don't talk about that enough in school and we don't celebrate that enough there's kids that aren't aren't even in music that are awesome singers and they don't they don't take music, they don't and they get on the stage and they're like, I didn't even know that. And the and the, the audience and the kids, they respond so beautifully to them. Like they're encouraging. So uh monastery, why monastery, uh that's where my mom is from. That's where my my family, my whole family's from. It's where I spent pretty much every summer of my childhood between there and North Preston. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's, it's important. Um, My grandmother is, was one of the one room schoolhouse teachers and to have a school and in her hometown where I grew up is just so important and amazing. So, and then to have kids come it's almost like just paying homage to her, mm. which is important. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Important for her legacy in some ways. Important
1: for her legacy. Yes,
0: Elsie Alums,
1: Elsie and Joe Alums were my grandparents, and they did a lot for the community of Monastery. Nice. Yeah. Nice.
0: How much? Uh, how, how much of an impact does God play in uh, your? music and the the way you feel like you should give back
1: everything let's just say god is plays everything that has happened every lyric every song every note um anything that i've been through through my life um i i owe it all to god whether it was good or whether it was bad Mm -hmm. it just becomes my testimony Mm -hmm. and then what god wants is that he wants our testimony to bless somebody else mm-hmm. and then it continues and then it goes on with them and then whatever happens to them it just it's like a it's a cycle mm-hmm. but that's what god wants us to do with our lives he wants us to to testify and if we can do it through our gift then do that
0: yeah. right do you ever like you mentioned like uh sort of paying attention to what that God-given gift is, do you feel that there is more of a tendency for people to ignore that gift in order to figure out what to pursue that's just going to make the money or whatever? The case may be?
1: Well, see, this day and age, people are paying attention to everybody else's gift. Uh. You know what I mean? So they, they want to look online and they want to look and see what this one's doing on IG or what that one's doing on Snapchat or TikTok, and then they want to emulate that. I mean, like, I've even said to the kids like they'll set their phones up in my office, mm-hmm. and they'll be doing this TikTok with somebody else's voice and somebody else's art. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking, well, but you can sing. Yeah. What? What are you? So that's what I'm saying. I feel like there's just, why aren't you paying attention to your own art? yeah that's my thing so what like when I ask what is your God-given gift Mm -hmm. what is your gift yeah you know yeah not what's somebody else's. not Kim Kardashian's not this one not that what is your God-given gift
0: yes yeah so what are your current artistic aspirations Uh, um either say more recent ones or uh even as far as like five years out
1: Right. So as I was saying, I do what, definitely want to record uh, the We've Been Here, but I'm just going to take my time yeah. with that one. But the next project that I've been working on is uh, my gospel CD. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be, maybe, should I tell you the name of it? No, I'm <laughs> not going to tell you the name of it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> God will tell me the name of it. <laughs> okay,
0: okay. Yeah. Okay, yeah. well, we're done. Thanks for listening to this special episode of Art Pays just a little reminder, visit artsns.ca to nominate a Nova Scotia-based artist and make sure you apply for a little something-something for yourself. And another shout-out to the wonderful people at Heist and Kiki Beats for making these interviews possible. Thank you for listening to Art Music. Thank you to Langey Beats for the theme music. You can find more of his music on YouTube. If you got anything out of this... Please rate, review, or leave a comment on whatever platform you're listening. You can find out more about Art Pays me at artpaysme.com, or you can hit me up on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and Clubhouse. I'm at Art Pays me on all of those platforms. With that, we're out. Peace.